0: This one's got my anxiety up. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Amelia Bedelia, by Peggy Parrish. Pictures by Fritz Siebel. Published by HarperCollins. Amelia Bedelia. Is the name of our protagonist today who happens to be hired on as a caretaker. This story joins her as she attempts to complete all the tasks on a list she was given before the homeowners get home. Will she be the helping hand these homeowners were looking for, or will she be one of those maids who gets caught on a camera stealing everything? So that's where my watch went. Well, find a duster, we're doing some sprucing up. Grab your books if you got them, and let's get cooking. We begin on Amelia Bedelia standing outside a lovely Victorian home. How do I know it's Victorian? I looked it up. As Amelia is standing there, we can see an older couple named Mr. and Mrs. Rogers, no relation to the children's TV host, unfortunately. They have their car all packed up and are apologizing to Amelia for not being able to be home on her first day of work. Nothing like skipping out on the training and expecting it to run smoothly. Here's the scalpel, I gotta run. It's easy, you just cut the bastard up. You got it. The Rogers tell Amelia she has a to-do list inside. And to do exactly what it says. And then they speed off. What's the rush? Did they order pickup and forgot it's been sitting there for an hour? But what's really perplexing is, what are they thinking leaving a stranger to take care of their home? Amelia could be anyone. She could be a common thief. She could run Oath Keepers meetings out of their basement. Hell, she could be a balloon maker, and the Biden administration is hot on her tracks. And they're fixin' to blow something up. But then again, if the Rogers have the ability to hire her, they probably have the money to afford whatever damage is done. Amelia heads inside, and I must say, she has quite a chipper attitude, complimenting her employers and then standing there admiring the house from the inside. That's the first thing you want in an employee. And it's something I don't have. I could even make a candy store owner hate their job. Aren't you worried about cavities? Doesn't the screaming candy get to you? So much indecision. It's all chocolate. Just pick one, am I right? That's it. I'm done. Where are you going? I need a pick-me-up from you. I'm joining the military. Amelia snaps out of being in awe and tells herself, She's got to get to work. She's got quite a full list of chores to do. Sounds like me watching football on Sunday. Well, I better get to it before the old ball and chain comes back or my ass is toast. But then again, this beer is still half full and they're on the 20-yard line. It can wait. She was going to be mad about something. But before she gets started on the list, she decides to make a surprise pie for Mr. and Mrs. Rogers. Because that's what she knows how to do best. She's going to hit him with that wow factor. And she heads to the kitchen and gets cooking on a lemon meringue pie. She clearly knows what she's doing. She doesn't even struggle finding one thing in a kitchen she's never been in before. Now that's talent. Every time I step into someone else's kitchen, it's like I'm in an escape room. Where's your forks? That you are on the left. Okay. The one on the left. Not that one? No, that's not it. Which drawer? There's like four on the left. The one that's medium-sized. Okay, there it is. I found it. What the? There's some sort of a contraption. You twist it a quarter turn to the right, then you'll see the forks. All right. Just stop. I'm coming. After Amelia puts the pie into the oven, she gets to work on the list. And first up was changing the towels. This is going to be real boring if it's all about her doing chores. Let me guess, she gets fresh ones out of the linen closet. Nope, she gets the scissors out and starts cutting the towels up. What the hell is she doing that for? Does she have some grand scheme where she's going to make herself more needed by making everything worse? Or is she trying to get fired on the first day to collect unemployment benefits? Or does she just hate these people already? What, did she find an Art Garfunkel solo album on their dresser? After the towels, she moves to dusting the furniture. So she settles in and grabs a feather duster and gives them a little cleaning, right? Nope. She finds some form of makeup powder and gives it a dusting. Oh no. This is worse than I thought. She is taking this list literally and doing exactly what it states. I'm just glad she chose to dust it that way. Ah, what a long day. (laughs) Honey, why does my favorite chair smell like farts? Is it that chili dog from earlier kicking in? No, it's not me. Someone's gotta step in and stop this girl before she wipes down the wrong thing with the wrong stuff. Otherwise... She's going to be in some real trouble when the Rogers get home. She continues to do exactly what the list says, and each time she has a little laugh to herself as if the Rogers were crazy for writing the list. Little does she know it, she's the damn fool. And I have to say, this has my anxiety through the roof. This is literally every job I've ever had. Every time I got a direction, I second-guessed it or overthought it. He said to print him off the slides for the meeting. Did he mean just for him or for the rest of the sales team? Ah, shit. Here you go, Mr. Johnson. Here's those slides. What the hell are you doing with half a tree trunk? I said I wanted him. Not that I was going to be handing him out on the street corner to everyone walking by like I'm promoting some stupid show. Antics continue to ensue. We won't touch on every direction she takes literally, so we'll jump to her dressing the chicken. Quote, Now I must dress the chicken. I wonder if she wants a he chicken or a she chicken. Said Amelia Bedelia. Amelia Bedelia went right to work. Soon the chicken was finished. End quote. How does pudding different? You know what? I'm going to stop right there before I get myself into trouble. When was this book written? 1963? It's clear Peggy Parrish was ahead of her time. I'll just leave it at that. Just as Amelia finishes choosing the chicken's gender, the Rogers return home to inspect her work. Mr. Rogers first notices and questions why all the light bulbs are hanging from the clothesline outside. He seems to take her reasoning okay, but then Amelia has to deal with Mrs. Rogers waiting inside to bite her head off. She yells at her for not doing her job with the curtains and dirtying up the couch. But the piece de resistance is the towels in the bathroom. Quote, Mr. Rogers went to wash his hands. I say, he called. These are very unusual towels. Mrs. Rogers dashed into the bathroom. Oh, my best towels, she said. Didn't I change them enough? Asked Amelia Bedelia. End quote. And we can see the towels with big holes cut in them and Mr. Rogers' hand going right through it. Thank goodness he noticed before he took a bath. That's one sight I would definitely not want to see. After going back over everything else Amelia did, and in case you're dying to know, she slapped some overalls on that chicken and called it a boy. Mrs. Rogers, who was visibly upset, was about to fire Amelia and kick her ass to the curb, when Mr. Rogers shoved something in her mouth. And she loves it. What is it? Well, let's turn to page 62 to find out. Wow, I'm shocked he was able to get it all in her mouth. Yep, you guessed it. It was a lemon meringue pie Amelia made earlier. And after tasting the miraculous pie, Mrs. Rogers decides Amelia has to stay. And Mrs. Rogers learns how to give directions to Amelia, considering Amelia clearly can't learn. And of course, Mr. Rogers didn't give a shit. He just wanted Amelia's pie. She's his lemon meringue pie. So what's the lesson to this lovely read? Well, there's several. One clearly is the importance of good training. Another is the importance of speaking clearly so everyone can understand you. Don't just assume people know what you're talking about. This can lead to a lot of confusion, whether it's ordering at the restaurant, instructing an electrician where exactly you want that outlet, or giving directions to a masseuse. And lastly, the most important one is, when you're hired for a job you want, know your strengths and use them to go above and beyond. Don't just do the tasks you're told to do. Make yourself needed. That's how you don't get fired. Amelia is a prime example. If someone with an IQ as low as hers can keep a job, you sure as hell can too. Well, unless you're me. So what do I think of Peggy's work? Well, it was quite humorous. It was a simple game of doing everything literally, and it just worked. My only negative was, it was a little long, and there may have been a task that could have been cut out. But other than that, it was a good light-hearted read and we learned a lot to use in life. As for Fritz's pictures, they were straight out of the 60s. They had that old-time cartoon feel all the way through, and I have a certain kind of nostalgia for that style. They're not only easy to look at, they're just plain funny. These two were able to take one of the longer books we've read, with only one character for a vast majority of the time, and make it highly entertaining, which is impressive. If you're applying for a new job that you really need, be sure to check this one out. On a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 3.8. I'll have a heapin' helpin' go back for several more servings, but there's still gonna be a little meat left on the bone, because I don't know if I was supposed to start eating. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.